G'day, my name's Martin Murray and you're listening to the In The Paddock podcast, where we talk all things farming. G'day guys, welcome to another Wednesday Tech Talk. Today we're going to be talking about pre-emergence and their use in cropping systems. So what are pre-emergence? Well, pre-emergent herbicides are herbicides that kill the weeds before they emerge. So you don't have to get physical contact with the weed after it's emerged and established, but you're able to kill it between germination and emergence, which uh, helps to protect your crop, particularly in the early stages of crop development. So talking just around sowing, that's that's when you're using these things. Uh, although there are some now that you can use early post-emergence in crop. So why do you want to use pre-emergent herbicides? Well, some of them can help take the pressure off in-crop herbicides. It's sort of the main things. Products like Topic, Axel probably aren't working as well now as they used to back in the day. Um, So using a pre-em is a great way to prevent that pressure in crop. You may still have to go through with that in-crop herbicide, uh, but you'll have less weeds to target, means more weeds to have, less survivors, lower weed bank, seed bank for next season. So that's one of the key upsides there. The other upside is that it really helps your uh, crop at that early establishment stage have less competition. So if you're sowing wheat or barley, you don't have ryegrass, oats, you can even now get some broadleaf pre-emergence, all germinating at the same time off that sowing rain and competing for the same amount of resources, all that fertiliser you've put down, all that moisture you've worked so hard to retain. It just helps your crop establish a bit better and helpfully uh, shade out that inner row uh, before these other weeds get a chance to germinate after that pre-emergent herbicide is broken down. So really, I love them. They're a bit pricey. They can be up to 40 bucks a hectare, but I use them in all my cereals just as part of the cost of doing business, partially because we have a lot of grass weed pressure um, and it just really helps complement our rotation, complement our herbicide rotation, and uh, yeah, allows us to keep on top of those weeds. Now, you will need to be mindful of a few things, uh, including seed depth uh, and crop safety. So make sure you read the label very carefully about how you apply it, uh, how deep you need to sow your seed, and um, whether you need to have soil throw. Uh, Some products like Treflan uh, in particular Uh, they need to be incorporated within 24 hours. Otherwise, that product will volatilise and it won't work at all. Um, So you need to make sure that when you're sowing, you're keeping your seed away from that herbicide so you don't damage your seed and uh, that you are incorporating it in a manner so it will work um, and you won't lose it all to the environment, which is not good for anyone. The other factor that you need to look at of course, is your plant backs and plant back restrictions. Because these aren't contact herbicides, they are active in the soil. They are almost acting as a bit of a residual in some ways. So you need to make sure that what you're putting out now won't shoot yourself in the foot for the next crop you've got going down the line. This is particularly important if you're looking at things like double cropping situations, like you're trying to run some mungs back behind your cereals, or you're looking to rotate to a more specialty crop the next season. Um, like Take, for example, we're growing linseed at the moment, so we really don't want to have any immies uh, in our system before that because linseed is particularly sensitive to immies. So linseed behind canola, 
probably not a great fit. So overall, I think it's something really worth investigating, uh, particularly if you've got a lot of grass weed pressure. And even if you're in relatively fresh country and you've got a lot of broadleaf weed pressure, um, there are now pre-emergence on the market like Callisto uh, that can help take care of your broadleaf weeds as well. So I think it's a great option, well and truly worth looking into. Uh, and um, yeah, you've just got to be mindful of your crop safety, mindful that you are incorporating that chemical in a way that will make it uh, work against your weeds without damaging your crop. And of course, look at those plant back restrictions so you're not going to shoot yourself in the foot further down the line. Anyway, that's it from me for today. Uh, I know I've been slack on these of late, but if you want to see what's going on, uh, head over to Instagram, search in the Paddock Podcast. You can find me there. You can also find me on YouTube uh, if you want to see how I farm. Uh, yeah, which is probably not great when I'm giving advice. Uh, but yeah, head over to YouTube, search in the Paddock Podcast. You can find me there. Seem to have a lot of Americans watching us there, which is interesting, uh, given that the podcast mainly has Australian listenership. So um, yeah, head over, give us a shout out, and uh, until next time, I'll catch you around. Oh, and one last thing, shout out to Megan. Sorry, I didn't give you a shout out in the last podcast like I promised, and it has actually been a while that I've put one up uh, since I ran into you. But yeah, good to hear that you're enjoying the show, and um, yeah, it's good to chat. Anyway, until next time, keep at it, keep listening. Cheers.